welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Erin, I believe, and with me as always is my delightful mushroom Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? That's a cute one. I like that one. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing today? You know, I feel like butter. You feel like butter? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, we'll get try it. To, try to figure out. What I mean. <laughs> you feel like butter. I feel like butter. Or even, I feel like I'm walking down the aisle. I don't think we need any conclusions to our statements today. I don't, you know what's crazy? Hmm. People have Reality? been living in igloos. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not going to explain further on that. We're not, do not elaborate. I'm not. That is. That's the whole point, that right there. That's right there. weakness. It's <laughs> a weakness to have to explain yourself. You should just say things <laughs> with confidence. That make no with, sense. And don't let anyone call you out on it. No. If they try to, just ignore them and walk away. <laughs> I think it gives you, it'll give you an air of, uh, of just sagacity. Untouchable. Exactly. Untouchable. <laughs> so... This week... <laughs> we're doing something wildly different. We're going to do something a little different. Yeah. We are not doing Monster Hunter. We will eventually. We will again. It just... we Again, we kind of ran out of time. We're, we're busy people. This isn't like our only thing <laughs> we do. I used my two hours that would have been used for watching Monster Hunter to watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I binged it hard because yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah. Basically, we woke up this morning and we were like, oh, crap. Yeah. You know, I don't think we have time to watch a whole movie. No. So we're going to do something that we haven't done before, mm-hmm. which is actually three shows. Yeah. And what it is, is three different reality TV yes. shows found Netflix original yes. reality shows. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through them briefly. Yep. And it's going to be fun. Yes. And we're going to learn a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. And (laughs) the very first one we're going to talk about. Yes. Is the Goop Lab. The Goop Lab with Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) With Gwyneth Paltrow. She's inside a vagina. Is she standing inside of a vagina? Reach new depths. I think she. I think she is. I think she's standing in front of a inside of a vagina. Yes. Okay. So, uh, give us a quick show synopsis of this series called The Goop Lab. Okay. So we're just getting right into it. We're not going to do any facts or anything. Oh. I mean, since we do have three shows, we probably don't have. I don't think we have time for facts today. Okay. Because we're also going to have to do uh, reviews and such. Yeah. Okay. So, so sorry, no facts today. Yeah, we're just diving right in today, guys. Dive right in. We've got three shows to talk about. So. Yeah, and I want to give them all a fair shake. Exactly. The Goop Lab. Leading with curiosity, Gwyneth Paltrow and her Goop team look at psychedelics, energy work, and other challenging wellness topics. Challenging wellness like topics. getting off. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's going to be a whole episode about them just... Just orgasming. We were like, do, is that what people at the Goop Lab do? Just they like just masturbate? Masturbate? That's like their... <laughs> That's their thing. <laughs> Like, that was my first question. I go, is Goop about masturbating? I thought it was about, like, hardcore macaroni. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like they seem to... And it does make sense now seeing that poster of her standing into the cavern. Standing inside of vagina. Vagina. <laughs> that, like, she was the person who marketed the candles that smell like her vagina. Say what now? Oh, my gosh. You need to keep up with the pop culture, honey. I don't, though. So she... explain this to me. Now, what was this? 
She has a line uh-huh. of candles uh-huh. that smell uh-huh. like her vagina. What the fuck? There's nothing else to that than other other than to say There's that. There's a lot to that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a lot to that. I don't know why. The whys. I don't know the okay. whys. Okay. I just know that there's a market for, <laughs> for, for people who want to light a Gwyneth Paltrow vagina, vagina candle. Scented, scented candle. Scented candle. Is it in the shape of her vagina, too? I don't know. We can look it up. No. I don't want that on my browser <laughs> history. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and maybe that's why this show is so fascinating to me. I found this show to be entirely interesting. I, I was shocked at how much I was into this. I did not want to like this show. Me either. <laughs> I wanted to make fun of it. Yes. And I did. I mean, I did. We did. Oh, oh we did. Th- it's, oh, we, we did. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, Now, we didn't make fun of people with trauma because clearly, oh, hell no. No, no. Throughout the episode, there's like three testimonials yeah. from people. Okay. The, the, the episode is called The Healing Trip and it's yeah. about the effects of psychedelic, like... And um, used for healing um, psychological trauma. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, throughout, there's three testimonials from people who are suffering from real yeah. issues. The guy with PTSD, I almost cried. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. That was a heartbreaking story, so, absolutely. And, and, and you were like, I'm glad these people are finding yeah. um, some healing through this process. Getting some help, some real help. But yeah. those are the normal people. <laughs> <laughs> those are the normies. <laughs> what we get are two guys who look like porn actors from two different porn movies. Oh, my God. And that one dude was so touchy. I was like, oh, if any oh, man touched I wasn't, me oh, like that. Oh, you're talking about Sasha. Yes. I'm not talking about Sasha. I'm talking about the dude with the ponytail. Oh, the guy with the, the braid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other guy. Like, they look like they're yeah. like in competing porn movies. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> it's great. It was great. And basically, these guys are doing a study on um, magic mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So at Goop Laboratories, <laughs> uh, she sent her entire, entire team, Goop employee. Not first class though, which I thought was not first class. To Jamaica, where it is legal. Except her chief executive officer upgraded. She, up. she yeah, bumped up. She upgraded. Oh, she upgraded? Yeah, she upgraded. Oh, okay. So the, re- the rest of Goop. That's why sent- she flips everybody off because they're like, excuse me, Elise, what are you doing? <laughs> the rest of the Goop is sent coach yeah. to Jamaica. <laughs> to get high on mushrooms. To get high on mushrooms where it is legal to do so. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, first of all, I have to say, no offense, but... I find drug users, mm-hmm. specifically these types of drug users, yeah. absolutely insufferable. I agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it's like being stuck in a fish concert or something. Yeah. And hippies, I, man. Hippies, man. Like, d- yeah. like that kind of. I mean, like, basically, Goop is run by upper class hippies. That is exactly who they are. At one point, <laughs> at one point, as we were watching this, and these these like hippie dudes are talking about the effects and. We're going around the circle mm-hmm. and talking about the, our problems and what we hope to fix through mushrooms. Right. And you were just like, this is the greatest cult ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I saw it as a cult. Yes. Because they're like, we're going to disconnect from our body and we are going to connect with the divine. Because what these indigenous people who use these mushrooms yeah. are confused by us because they use them to heal physical ailments, whereas 
our physical ailments are not being connected to the divine. <laughs> to the divine. And I go, this is the greatest cult ever. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, if and you're trying to talk to God, you might as well get high. Yeah. Why well, not? Well, and my thing, at one point, they, they, they encourage people to be one with the spirit of the mushroom. Oh, my God. I wrote that down. <laughs> yes, I did. Embrace the spirit of the mushroom. And I was like, I would have the worst trip Ever, because <laughs> I would have such a piss poor attitude yes. during the whole thing. I'd be mm-hmm. laughing at these people. I'd be so, yes. I'd be so snarky. I, mm-hmm. I mean, like this is a failing of of my own for sure. <laughs> like, but there's no way I would go into this with any kind of attitude that would be open or receptive yeah. to what they could. I absolutely hate getting high. Yeah, I don't even like pot smokers. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's my own kind of failing because well, I like pot, being. So it's not pot smokers I have. Well, <laughs> no, it, no, it, if you're using it for me- medical purposes, I'm right there with you, man. No, I, Whatever it takes to heal, I gotcha. Well, no, no, no. See, I don't have a problem with pot smokers, but I have a problem, like I said, with these types of drug users. Okay. Like, the really crunchy granola hippie. Okay. People who talk about the divine through smoke. Right. If you just want to like have a smoke a joint to like cool down at the end of the day. I don't have a problem right. with that. Like, that's whatever. I just I just hate getting high. I think it's horrible. Yeah. Have you ever done a psychedelic? I have. Okay. Would you like to get to the Are we jumping right to our third... I feel like butter. Are we jumping to our third, our third reality show? And we're just going to, like, not elaborate. I'm just not going to elaborate. I, I mean, is it, is, it worth, is it worth even telling us? Is it worth it? Well... It was laced in with some weed that I had. Okay. And me and weed, we don't get along very no. well no, no, no. Uh, at all. I have very yeah. adverse reactions to right. it. So <laughs> <laughs> this turned into my trip. I thought I was in the Harry Potter world. Nice. And so I went well, down. Well, that could be terrifying because everything wants to kill yes, you. Yes, I Harry went Potter. down the college campus that I was in <laughs> <laughs> trying to say alohomora to every doorknob I encountered. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and the door would not. Open. See, I think that sounds fun. Yeah, wasn't. <laughs> because like... where you eventually wake yeah. up is never yeah. fun. Because <laughs> the journey's fine. Right, right. It's the, de- not the destination. <laughs> <laughs> the destination is not. <laughs> I mean, pretty much my my experience with drugs, just in general, my attitude towards drugs is pretty much my attitude towards um, alcohol. Right. Which I'm not a teetotaler, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily enjoy it either right it, not enough to seek it out or like mm-hmm. i don't get that kind of joy from these things and especially mm-hmm. the the aftermath the after effects of yeah. it i never feel like are worth the hangovers are always horrible yeah, the hangover mm-hmm. I've, I've had too many horrible hangovers mm-hmm. too many bad experiences just in general right with, with, with like i guess drugs not that i've ever been a heavy drug user far from it but right and just the, the it just never felt worth it to me. Yeah. Like I, I actually get, I, I mean, like this sounds like stupid and mm-hmm. really cliche, but I get more enjoyment mm-hmm. out of like going for a jog. Yeah. Like yeah. that makes me feel better yeah. than like smoking a joint right. or anything. I, I the closest I ever, and now I have never done a psychedelic. Mm-hmm. I came close once <laughs> in in high school. Mm-hmm. I was very into the Beatles mm-hmm. and stuff. And so you had to drop some acid. I wanted to drop some acid mm-hmm. because, like, the Beatles did. And I actually bought a tab of acid. Right. And I was going to take it. 
And then I ended up chickening. That's chickening excellent. Out. You, I'm glad you chickened out because I had it once and I still see bugs from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, just yeah, it, these things kind of linger. You have to be really careful. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I don't even remember. I just remember I had it. I had the little tab and I mm-hmm. looked at it and I was like, no, I don't think so. I, I, yeah. I didn't really feel it. And, and I say that in context of this show because mm-hmm. I would have been alone Right. When I had done it, mm-hmm. and I both appreciated and didn't appreciate the fact that these people were not alone. Yeah. Like, I think it was good that it was guided. Yes. However, yeah. It was a safe environment. However, Sasha looks like someone from True Blood. Oh, my God. He, he was so touchy. So touchy. So, he was hovering over people, and, like, Ugh. just the idea of someone just, uh, like, on top, like these people are tripping balls. Yeah, <laughs> tripping balls, <laughs> tripping balls. At one point, I go, "Wow, they're so high." And this guy <laughs> is like straddled over them like a yeah. stragoy, <laughs> like <laughs> about to suck their souls out right. or something. And I'm just like, this would not enhance my experience no. whatsoever. I would end up going so paranoid that I would probably end up killing somebody. Yeah, yeah. And then like yeah. the porn guys that are like advocating mm-hmm. this thing are like. Yeah, people have really gotten away from touching people in therapy because Ugh. of like the the you know obviously you don't want to be like my because kid. we you know inevitably rape women. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I'm like I'm like yeah, well, there's kind of a good reason not to touch your patients. <laughs> yeah, there's kind of a good reason. <laughs> so I'm not like against that. I'm not against. <laughs> <it. laughs> and then at one point, one of the dudes, probably Sasha or the other guy, uh-huh. is like, oh, or maybe it was one of the porn dudes. He says. What happens when you get out, like when you're thinking about your life mm-hmm. and you're in control of it and you say, what happens when you get out of the driver's seat and let life take control? And I'm like, surely an accident's going to happen. <laughs> like, Just close your eyes when you're on the highway, babe. You'll be fine. Like, Jesus is my co-pilot. Just, <laughs> Jesus has got me. <laughs> like, so do these mushrooms. I'm safe. Something horrible is going to happen to you. <laughs> I mean, again, maybe that's my own hangups. Yeah. I, I, I feel more like I need to yeah. be in control. Yes, I have to be in control. And I, again, that's mostly my issue with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I don't like that feeling of not being in control. Yeah. Even when I smoked cigarettes for mm-hmm. a long time, one of the things I really hated about it mm-hmm. was that feeling of not being I in control. I need con- one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like I need one. Yeah. Like I didn't like that even though there was no like uh, real... Uh, druggy effects to it mm-hmm. that there was like this need that I was not did not feel in control yeah. of like yeah. and like you had to really pull away from it yeah. I don't like that mm-hmm. so I mean would you do this would you fly with the goop hippies to Jamaica and do mushrooms no no that's terrifying no that's terrifying I don't ever like to be in that sort of group situation where I don't have control whoa oh my god because that reminds me because then at one point near the end they're like you know, you want to be more intimate with the people in your workplace. No! No! I'm like, that's where most of the suffering and trauma in the world exists. <laughs> yeah. Is at the workplace. The workplace is like the one place on mm-hmm. earth, except for maybe school, yeah. where you have no control over the people you are forced to be around. Exactly. I do not want to go trip yeah. with, you know, Becky from accounting <laughs> who hates my guts. 
<laughs> who steals my damn yogurt. Yeah, who's always <laughs> eating my lunch or, or microwaving fish in the break room. Right, you right. Know? I don't need an intimate experience yeah. with it. I want to be away from these people. Mm-hmm. I want to find some way that I can coast through it. I don't want to, like, go get high and listen to their trauma <laughs> yeah. necessarily. Yeah. No offense. I mean, but that's just, that's not. I don't do want that. to be connected to them intimately. Yeah. Intimately. Or spiritually or symbolically, yeah. whatever this connection is that's happening because you're so damn high because your brain's not working. Yeah. See, <laughs> like, I don't want that. See, I think the show was fascinating in the sense with the real testimonials from yes. the people that it worked for. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm very fat. I'm interested in them excited yeah. and people should explore these different alternatives, alternatives. Yeah. to help cope with uh, mental PTSD illness and anxiety and anxiety mm-hmm. and all the stuff the, all the bull crap we all have to suffer from yeah. and i mean they do say that in the show like everybody suffers everybody's yeah. got problems right yeah. so if this is an avenue to help people get through that mm-hmm. that's great however i didn't like how the show basically said this works 100%. I did it once, and yeah. now I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think going through real trauma takes a lot more time. Yeah. To yeah. go through not just one session of mushroom tea. Yeah, like like uh, yeah. her assistant takes it one time, and then at the end of the show, he's like, I'm all cured. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I was like, wow, really? I, no, that's not how this works. So I didn't really feel like, and I don't know if they did that specifically for the show. Right. To, like, real. I don't know. That did, that didn't ring true to right. me. I think maybe he had a great experience that carried on uh, for a few weeks later. Yeah, and I think maybe it's something he would want to explore yeah. more in the future. But I would think in order to actually get through all of that trauma, you mm-hmm. would need to uh, spend a lot more time doing this. It was just, and it was just very, again, as someone who is like wants to be in kind of control, at least right. of my own life mm-hmm. uh, and my own experiences, like the the porn doctors at one point, like they're like. It's always good. We dose it perfectly. We put it in the right setting. We get you in the right mindset. Sometimes there's disasters, but it's okay. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, whoa, what? He just breezes right past. Breezes right past the disasters. And I'm like, well, that would be me because I would be fighting every damn step of this. See, I would would totally be the person jumping Mm -hmm. off the the balcony. Like, I'd be like, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that Sasha's hot breath is, like, on me. I'm telling you, I think I would get homicidal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so I, I don't know. But anyway... Do, do we red light, green light now, or would you save that for the end? Uh, no, we do it per episode. Yeah, okay. I'm green lighting this shit. I'm green lighting this shit. I'm surprised the fact that I'm green lighting this. And it's because it's, okay, A, you have Gwyneth Paltrow just being Gwyneth nuts. Paltrow-E. I mean, it is so up its ass. It's, it's glorious. It, it, it gives you that joy. Mm-hmm. She, I'm sorry to do this, because this is one thing that I felt like we needed to navigate Right. With a reality show mm-hmm. is that these are real people. These are real people. So it's like it was one thing to make fun of a character right. or, or something. It's another th- thing to look, point at a real person and be like, you're being a dum-dum. Yeah. But then again, you have Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Just keep in mind it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Form your own conclusions. And that doesn't that doesn't mean like we get to bully her. No. No, we are, we're not bullying anybody. No, but she's so Gwyneth Paltrow. Like... <laughs> She makes candles that smell like her vagina. That's the person she She made goop to do that. <laughs> that sounded worse than it did. Yeah. She I made think what goop they're to make 
candle. I think why this show is so interesting is because it does explore different avenues yeah. of, of things that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And so that's that's really nice to learn something new. It is. I think the problem and the, the criticism that's always been leveled at Goop mm-hmm. is it's very upper class. Yeah. Like, most of the things that they're promoting are outside of the means of right. normal people. I don't know. Masturbating's not outside anybody's means. We haven't seen that one yet, though. That's true. So maybe we're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but, but, uh... But, like, you know, like, a few years ago, I remember there was, like, criticism because she was like, yeah, sometimes I make my kids the best mac and cheese. And it was, like, $20 a box for, like, right. this mac and cheese. And it's like, well, we all are getting the craft. I, I want it 20 bucks. cents a box. Yeah, we, most of us are getting the 20 cents <laughs> mac and cheese. We don't have the $20 to throw down on mac and cheese. On one box, yeah. And that the show very much is like that. It's yeah. like, you should totally do this. Fly to Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> go be a part of this experience. You know, like take it's some like, mushroom tea. Take some oh, mushroom tea. Oh, which reminds me, would you have done that? Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's that. That I thought I answered that sort of, but I don't know. I'm open. <laughs> I, I, I'm both open to it. Like I said, I'm open to it, but I also know myself. Right. That I would be so skeptical mm-hmm. I don't think I could go into it with the right attitude right so I don't it's not that I wouldn't be willing to do it mm-hmm. but I don't think it would be very good for anybody I agree because like in the in the beginning before they even take the tea yeah and they're in this little circle jerk yeah and they're like you have to release everything yes keep an open mind yeah don't come in with any preconceptions I couldn't do it I could not do that no there's no way no I'm already laughing at you yeah true blood hippie man <laughs> like in my head you are a joke to me oh and my I, God. I don't mean that be totally me but like just that that hey hip- he's living a great life he's having a great <laughs> time and I wish I could be as free <laughs> with myself as yeah, he is exactly but I'm not and I don't think and, like, see, I think they would judge that as, like, a failing of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe it is, but, like, I don't feel like it is. Like, right. I don't feel like it's a neg- negatively impacting me. I just, like, that's just not who I am. I, I just not, like, mm-hmm. get in a drum circle and smoke weed <laughs> type of guy. Yeah, me either. And, like, as soon as I get, like, a whiff of that yeah. <laughs> vagina-scented <laughs> candle, I'm going to, like... I'm going to uh, tense up. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna is resist. it weird? I kind of want to buy that damn candle. <laughs> I think it's really expensive. It might be worth it. <laughs> I want to know st- what a vagina's <laughs> candle smells like. We should start a Patreon. <laughs> like Give a- me a vagina-scented <laughs> candle. Send it to P.O. Box. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, maybe we'll have to do that. Okay. Maybe we'll have to do a special episode and get a vagina-scented candle. I don't know. I wonder what it smells like. (laughs) (laughs) Now I need to know. Now we got. Now I need to know. Well, it's okay. So um, unless you have anything more about Goop, I I I will watch more of these. Yeah. I will definitely watch more. Oh, for sure. These are these are weird. They're weird. They're weird. They're weird in a fun way. Yeah. And like it was difficult to keep our comments to ourselves watching it. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, but the second show we watched. Oh, do you want to do a review on this? On Goop? Do oh, you have we do? Oh, I was going to do all the reviews at the no, end. No, no, no. So here's some reviews for the Goop Lab. Okay. Which uh, released in 2020, so okay. last year. Okay. This is from Jay Sherman, the critic. Hmm. He says, Goop is dangerous. Okay. He says, this is pseudoscience at its worst. 
absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Nobody should watch the show and think this is like... <laughs> I think you... You need to do a lot of research. Make sure it's right for you. <laughs> I think you have to be a specific type of person mm. to watch it. I think it could be dangerous yeah. to people who are susceptible to... Just persuasion? Persuasion, mm. believing everything they, right. they see mm-hmm. or whatever. And again, that was my issue with the tea. Is yeah. I'm too... Um, Bullheaded. Bullheaded. I'm not just going to accept it on face value. Yeah. It would take a lot for you to get me to that point. I'm not saying I could get to that point. (laughs) I'm just saying it's going to take a lot more than a flight down to Jamaica to get me to that point. Right, right. With a whole bunch of people with Baja t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. Like that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it says, the information and facts provided are dangerous and very likely to land many women. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Interesting choice of gender yeah. there, who believe this garbage in the hospital. Hmm. Seems very sexist. Why is it Seems only it. women? Only women, only huh? Only women. Only women. Fuck you. Yeah, right? Fuck you. There was a, there was, the people <laughs> in charge of this survey were all men. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe this was greenlit. Well, well. guess again, buddy. <laughs> it's been greenlit twice. <laughs> Woo! How irresponsible. That's not my... No, that's not why we're doing this. Also, Goop is actually the intellectual property of the Waynes brothers stolen by this white woman. Huh? What? What's that? It can't be. It's GP for Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't have enough research to go into that. That is be a weird thing for her to steal. Yeah. I mean, it seems like quite the accusation. I would like... This dude hates women. Citation required. This dude hates women. Yeah. I really don't like the fact that he said likely to land many women. Yeah. He sees women as like dumber. Yeah. Like women are more susceptible. Boom. Boom. Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can't speak for the rest of the podcast. All right, Aaron. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I don't like where this guy is coming from necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree agree that, like, you should not walk into this being like, this is gospel. Yeah. But um, you shouldn't go into gospel thinking it's gospel. No, but this is, like, really interesting. (laughs) It's it's a different perspective Mm -hmm. that... This would, feels to me like it could be a, a launching off point into your own research. Right, yeah. But you shouldn't if you just... If you've had problems with suicide in the past or, exactly. uh, or whatever and you haven't really been able to get through it, then maybe you should start looking for alternative ways to treat it. Exactly. So here we go. We got a breath of fresh air from <laughs> Kaylin XOXO. Okay. This show is empowering and inspiring take on wellness. The show explores cold therapy, energy healing, longevity diets, and therapeutic uses of psychedelics, all of which may sound esoteric to the uninitiated, but none of which actually lack sound evidence or benef- benefit. And, and, like, they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm sure there's counter Yes, studies, there's always counter studies. But, again. There's always pros and cons. Like, like we were talking about with politics the other day. No matter who you're backing, you can make them look amazing, no matter how terrible they are. Yeah, this is what we talk about. We're so not, like it doesn't politics. Yeah, <laughs> How it you can spin everything. So you can spin research to make it whatever you want. Exactly. So really, this comes down to what is it you need. Exactly. You do all the research and then find out what's best for you. Really. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and again, that's that's the whole idea of spin in politics mm-hmm. or in this is they are trying to feed you a certain perspective. They yeah. have already made their decision. Yes. Uh, 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 that this is good for you. Yeah. And they are going to present it in such a way that it sounds good for you. Exactly. It is your responsibility as a viewer mm-hmm. to research if it actually is. Exactly. 
but you know, just to be introduced to different ideas mm-hmm. isn't isn't dangerous. No, that's keeping an open mind. You know, what's with the overwhelming, predictable, repetitive critiques? What exactly is so awful about a bunch of consenting adults seeking self-knowledge, vitality, and emotional freedom? Mm. Criticism of Goop is founded, at least in part, mm-hmm. upon deeply ingrained reserves of fear, loathing, and ignorance about things we cannot see, touch, authenticate, prove, own, or quantify. Mm. It is emblematic of a cultural insistence that we quash intuitive measures and other ways of knowing. Hey. You know, I agree. I mean, like, I think everything has to be on the table. Yeah. I mean, like, even, like, I don't like dogmatic scientists, mm-hmm. and I don't like dogmatic religious people. Like, I agree. I think the, o- it, the only way there's any true strides with anything, whether it be spiritual or scientific, right. is when you keep an open mind. Exactly. When, you ha- when you, anything is on the table, mm-hmm. and then you have to work. Right. You have to experiment. You, you have know? to put it through trials. You have to figure this out. Okay, yeah. so the second show we watched was Fresh Fried and Crispy. Yep, it stars or is hosted by Dame Drops or Damn. Damn Drops. Because he says damn. Damn. And <laughs> this is a cooking show about fried food only. Specifically. Specifically fried food and this dude does not eat vegetables. He calls tomatoes the red rings of death. Yes, and he, lettuce crunchy water. Crunchy water, which is crazy to me because he's yeah marketing himself as a food critic. Yeah. And we were discussing, we we're like, how can you be a food critic and just completely discount all entire, vegetables, an entire type of food? Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm okay with if you have a food critic who's like, I just don't like mushrooms. Yeah. I just don't like olives. Right. But to be like, I don't like fish, yeah. all fish. <laughs> all fish. It's like, well, then you can't really be a fair food critic because yeah. anytime that food comes into mm-hmm. play, and, like, vegetables do play an important part yes. in the food. All food, really. In, in the food. And, like, we're cheating a little bit because we saw, we're referencing a, a couple episodes. We're not yeah. just referencing the first one. Because I watch, I like food shows. <laughs> yeah, I like food shows. And, spoiler alert, I am criticizing it right now. I like this show. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, because he went to some really interesting places. He has fried ravioli, which I've never heard I've of I've never heard before. of it, but it looked kind of good. Fried beaver ravioli which didn't look as good <laughs> and you could tell he hated it yeah 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 he tried real hard to make it exactly. you know, look good but and then he went to a vegan um, a vegan bakery bakery where he had what looked like the most delicious fried fake chicken sandwich yeah that looked just amazing it looked amazing i want to make it i want to make yeah. it yeah i want to make it. it was chickpeas or whatever yeah. and so again so i mean he is open-minded enough that he tried mm-hmm. it However, like in like one of the later episodes that we did watch, again, cheating a little bit for this podcast, <laughs> this woman makes a, a, a po' boy for him. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, and this is how we make it. We make it with... You have to put the tomato you on. Put the, you have to put the lettuce on. homegrown tomatoes. These yeah. are local tomatoes. This is the lettuce you use. Mm-hmm. These are like the, These are the special pickles, pickles that we use. Yeah. This is the mayonnaise that we use. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not going to eat any of that. So he takes off all the lettuce, yeah. takes off all the tomatoes, mm-hmm. just puts on the mayonnaise and the pickles yeah. and the shrimp. And I'm like, but you're not giving that a fair yeah, shot because you're not. you're not eating it mm-hmm. the way it's meant to be eaten. Exactly, because sometimes vegetables aid and enhance the beauty of the meat or whatever you're eating. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you need that crunchy mm-hmm. water to give it the texture yeah. or, or whatever. That or, crunch, that like, extra crunch. Or that just, like, um, I don't want to say earthy because that has weird connotations. Yeah. But, like, a more 
you need that like plant in that mm-hmm. meat. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. To, yeah. give, to kind of give balance to the whole mm-hmm. thing. And the way he made it honestly looked disgusting. Yeah, I was like, ew, that's gross. And I like fried shrimp. Of yeah. course, I, I don't eat it, but, but I love it. To his credit, and which is weird, this is weird, and this is going to come up on the next show <laughs> we talk about, is how many of these people are like, YouTube slash TikTok people yes. who Netflix is just throwing money at now. Yeah. Netflix is like, oh, you know what? We need more content. Hey, YouTuber. Yeah. You're a DIY designer. I'm going to send you to Bali. Yeah. We're going to pay you a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to pay you a thousand dollars or whatever a week. Yeah. And you can go just do what you're doing. Yeah. But, do it's, like, doing. but it's like much cheaper than yeah. paying like Gwyneth Paltrow. Exactly. To do something. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, but yeah, he was apparently like a TikToker or YouTuber who just like took a video of himself eating, eating a sandwich, or a, a burger, or a something. burger. I think it was a fast food burger. Yeah, and he became like a fast food. In critic. fact, there's been 10 million views. He says yes. on that video. Yeah, and, and of it, him just eating a, a burger. burger. And to his credit, he is extremely charismatic. Yes. He's, yeah. th- which is why I would continue watching the oh, show. Oh, for sure. That's why we are. Yeah, we, yeah. we've watched more than one. Like, yeah. So we've already greenlit it in our yeah. own minds. Like The first episode was good enough that mm-hmm. we kept going. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it simply to have the discussions that we have with it. Yes. Where it's like, sometimes he seems to be ruining the Food. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I totally, I, I totally, yeah. I, I like it. I like yeah, it and if you want to find, like, weird food or whatever, these kinds of shows are always best for that. He'd had, like, fried chicken pot pie. Uh, yeah. That was crazy. He yeah. had fried peaches. That was crazy. Uh, and I mean, like, in an actual pastry wrap, not, like, fried caramelized peaches. Everybody eats those. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Like, it was actually, But, like, like, actual dipped into oil fried. Yeah, everything is yeah. dipped into oil. Everything and is then, fried in that oil. And I do like how sometimes he's, like, he was, like, uh, being kind of, um, not condescending, suppose, but critical of, like, the the chickpea sandwich. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that thing's getting fried. That thing is not healthy. No, <laughs> it is not. Like, it's not like you're going to eat I this. I love people are like, oh, it's vegan. It must be healthy. No. Deep fried. No, it's like, not. I'm going to lose weight on this. Like, yeah. no, you're not. Um, but, yeah, like, what, what I like about these d- travel shows, too, mm-hmm or these food-specific ones, mm-hmm. is that they do give you an opening to restaurants that are usually, are depending on where you live in the world, yeah. could be an interesting place to go to. Yeah. Like the... Avoid chains and find these weird-ass places. Yeah, like yeah. he went to two places or three places in Savannah, mm-hmm. which is far for us, but not unreasonable. Like, right. it's vacationable. It's a day drive. Yeah, it's a, less than a day drive. Ugh, more than five hours is a day drive, honey. <laughs> there you go. But, like, you know, like, yeah, they went, he went to the one place where it was, like, a, the, you said the chicken pot pie that's... Mm-hmm. That's fried. It has pico he, de gallo Okay, okay, it? so they get the chicken pot pie, and they yep. stuff it in a tortilla. Yeah. And then they fry the tortilla. Yeah. And then they take it out, you. and they put pico de gallo on top, and I'm like, with the chicken pot pie? Yeah, I don't understand how pico de gallo works with that. Now, I am pissed off about the whole egg roll frying thing because that's what we were doing with some of our tacos. Yeah. Because I love egg rolls. Egg I rolls, love them so much. They're the perfect much. vehicle for anything. Yes. And so we were making them with tacos, filling, and like all sorts of different filling. I was like, just fry it in an egg roll. It'll be delicious. Yeah. And it, and it is. And it is. <laughs> and it turns out, oh, here's a restaurant that does that same exact thing. Yeah. I was like, ah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like the guy had, like, 
I would be interested. Oh, what was that place called? It was a trailer park. Yeah, trailer in, park. In Savannah. Mm-hmm. T R E Y for Trey. Trey. So that's his name, and then his nickname was Trailer Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like at the end of the show, he gives him a Bloody Mary. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's garnished with chicken wings. Weird, but okay. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. Chicken, chicken wings. wings. And I'm like, all of those things apart. Yeah. I'm okay with like. I it, think peanut butter and jelly wings would be delicious. I think because they could it would be. be so Thai inspired. It would be Thai inspired mm-hmm. with like, and I'm sure there's spiciness yeah. and there's a sweetness to it. I actually think the idea of peanut butter and jelly chicken wings is good. Yeah. I do not think it is with good. With a Bloody Mary. With a viscous tomato drink. Ugh. This guy and they gave it to this guy who hates, who hates vegetables, <laughs> especially tomatoes. It's like the Red Death for him. That's what he calls it. He calls it the Red Death, and you gave him a a big tomato drink. Yeah. But like, think I of, love the fact he's like, it's the red sauce that makes it. You hate tomatoes. <laughs> yes. You can't possibly like red sauce. But overall, yeah, I, I uh, with this one, totally, I would oh, totally. green like this show. Yeah. I think it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. I think you will be angry. I think you will yell at your TV screen. Yeah. I think you will see food that looks interesting and cool. Yeah. Like uh, the guy who made the fried bologna sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to try making a fried bologna sandwich like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've had fried bologna. But I don't want it that thick. That seems disturbing. Yeah, he made like homemade like inch thick bologna. Yeah. I think you could do the same thing. It was like, I mean, it wasn't anything even mind-blowing. No. Pimento, cheese, egg, and bologna on basically toast. Oh, and bacon. And bacon. On toast. Yeah. 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 I think it'd be good, especially if you're pregnant. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Because when I was pregnant, I loved my garbage burgers. I have to have my egg on my burger no matter what I put on it. Egg and peanut butter was on my burger. So So good. You want to hear what other people had to say about fresh fried and crispy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is from Team Donkey. He says it's Guy Fieri inspired. (laughs) Is as you want to watch someone talk nonsense and gorge on food, that this show is for you. Dinners, drive-ins, and dives remade. I mean... I love watching people eat. I do, too. I, I love it. And I especially love my boys wa- uh, eating. Yes. I love watching them eat. It is the weirdest thing. I love making them food and then just watching them eat it. I think there's a lot of joy in <laughs> eating stuff. And I love to see different takes on yeah. things. Like, where you're like... Or even mm-hmm. if it's just as simple as like, hey, we could make a bologna sandwich like that. Yeah, that would be exactly. really good, I think. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. that thing. As, clearly, don't eat this three times a day, you know, yeah. because it'll be bad for your health. <laughs> Anything deep fried, try it just once a week. Yeah. <laughs> More than that, you'll probably die pretty quick. Right. Yeah. You know, that's just not healthy. Uh, another one star from Ryan Cortez says, so corny. Mm. Basically, Netflix took a YouTube food critic and gave him his show. Right. Why is he always eating in slow-mo? They always eat in slow-mo. They always do. So you can see the juices and stuff. Yeah, you guys see that that egg get stuck in his beard. I loved the egg stuck in his beard. (laughs) That was my favorite. No one wants to see that. I I do. do. (laughs) (laughs) This was a waste of money. Pass on this. There are better food shows. I'm not saying that there's not better oh, food Oh, I'm shows. sure there are. I just enjoy watching this guy eat and complain about vegetables. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I love watching shows like Bizarre Foods. Yeah, I love that um, one. I liked Man vs. Uh, food until he oh, got so yeah. sick that he had to stop that doing it. That poor guy. <laughs> poor, poor guy. But, like, I again, I like that. Because, like, Man vs. Food is when we moved to Atlanta. Yeah. We went to the Vortex. Okay, well, here's here's how we decided to live in Atlanta. It okay. was actually based on Man vs. Food. That's right. Because yeah, you were given two choices. Choices to move with the company, mm-hmm. and it was, was either Atlanta or Indianapolis. We had been Land to of Pence. Yeah, 
<laughs> we had been to neither. We had no idea what they mm-hmm. were about. And so we were watching Man vs. Food. And he apps, he actually had Atlanta and Indianapolis and episodes. Watched, and we watched both we of them. We watched both of them. We were like, well, Atlanta it is. They seem like they have the better food. Yeah. like The Indianapolis <laughs> one I remember just looked like trashy. Because <laughs> like, like Indian, well, in Indianapolis, I'm not trying to criticize anyone. Who, Indianapolis looks like a pretty city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the place, it was just the places he went. Yeah. And we were kind of like, well, if those are the most interesting places. Yeah. Then, whereas yeah. Um, on the, Atlanta, they showed the, us the vortex, and I remember that was one of the first restaurants we went to. To be fair, if you come to Atlanta, don't over, worry about it. Don't don't. The go burgers out of your are way. not great. Don't go out of your way. It's more of a. a uh, an experience. A gimmick. It's an experience. Yeah. Like, you can go there. I think you could have fun there. Mm-hmm. But, um, and this was before we had kids, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wouldn't go out of your way. And then the, the other place I found out, the pizza place he goes on to episode, mm-hmm. people, like, the, we had the really large, I think it was the one he did the, the competition on. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was, it's, Kennes- it's in Kennesaw, and he was like, the person I knew who went there was like, it's good, it's just a big pizza. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, it's not anything special yeah. or whatever because I was once up there and I almost went to eat there yeah. and I was like yeah never mind but yeah that's how we decided to live in Georgia yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, I, I I love living in Georgia yeah. you know because like the the cost of living was about the same like everything yeah. was basically about the same yeah exactly so we had to make a decision and yeah, we, yeah man we versus food did yeah man, so. I mean there's worse ways to there are worse with. ways <laughs> let's, get a, let's get a good review for fresh fried and crispy all right it's an incredible place. Says exactly what was promised. My- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. It is all just fried food, and it is all crispy. Yeah. It's, and it is all made right there for him. It's fresh. He <laughs> says, "My man delivered exactly what he promised." The show focuses on the food while also giving Damn his time to shine. Yeah. People keep saying the interviews are awkward. I don't think so. No. No. People are just in general awkward, I which th- is what we discover a lot in a, these food shows and vacation shows yeah. is that the people who aren't on TV are a bit awkward. Because they're normal people. Yeah. They're not used to being on camera. Exactly. And I think that's what makes it very charming. I think he does a great job of putting people at ease. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I think he, he's so charismatic. I can see why he was successful on YouTube. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know that he's got the experience yet to really kind of bring people out of their shells so much. Right, right. But like... That'll come. The, the the interview portions were up and down a bit. Like, some yeah. seemed awkward. Some seemed very yeah. natural. So, yeah. I, I don't... I think that's... Yeah, I don't know if you, why people would say that. Mm-hmm. When in reality, there are only two interviews which felt a bit odd. Dam's energy is just way too good and keeps you engaged mm-hmm. throughout each episode. His little jokes and personality never get stale. <laughs> Can't wait for season two. He has a very kind of dad jokey kind of Yeah, it's very him. dad jokey. And then uh, this person, Alana Sousa, says... Normal people only. Experts and enthusiasts will not like the show like <laughs> I did. It's been a long time since I've watched anything that made me want to eat every single thing. Oh, wow. I will agree. I think there's very few things. I'm not I... eating that beaver ravioli. Oh, but he didn't even look. Even the, even the mother of the person who makes it was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating rat. You're the... eating giant rat that gnaws on wood. The host is not a food critic. Disagree because every time his name comes up, it says food, food critic. critic. And he is because he hates vegetables so much that he tries to make <laughs> fried food his only thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like uh, he's, he's hypercritical. <laughs> <laughs> too critical, one Too critical. 
He is quite the opposite. There are a few episodes where he actually changes chef's recipes in front of their eyes. Yes, I was also in shock. So it's not just us. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like literally like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Simply because he would not uh, like some of the ingredients. Yeah. Culinary experts or enthusiasts will go absolutely angry about this. But truth be told, <laughs> that's what normal people do in real life. Yeah. If we do not like an ingredient, we don't eat it. I agree. Yeah. However, I think maybe there should be more discussion beforehand. Okay. Of what they're going to have him eat. Right. So it's not as, maybe not as awkward. Well, I, I don't, most people aren't like, I ain't eating a tomato or lettuce. Yeah. You know, so I think that kind of throws off these chefs yeah. because it's like we put this on everything who has like no I, don't, I know people who don't like lettuce I don't typically right. put lettuce like on a sub right because I feel like it takes up space from the other ingredients right like why have a ton of because they always put too much lettuce <laughs> and I was like well I would rather have more green peppers right. or uh, jalapenos or whatever yeah. like onions yeah. whatever I want that flavor now I don't like vegetables but on sandwiches they're amazing yeah and the more you put on there, yeah. the better it is. Well, and I don't, I, I like vegetables if they're prepared a certain way. And if it's mm-hmm. part of a, a meal, then yeah. you kind of have to eat it with You it. have to eat it with that, yeah. It's just that I would never go out of my way for eggplant. So I feel like there might have been like a discussion before the cameras start rolling. To be like, I don't eat this, I don't so eat here's this. what I'm going to do. Yeah, or, or yeah. yeah, like if you serve me this, I'm going to take this off. Yeah. So if you But I think the chefs with the shrimp po' boys, uh-huh. I think they already knew that was going to happen because the dude who was preparing it was like, yeah, people eat so many uh, of these yeah, they, they, and they, completely they, differently each time. We have not seen the full season yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think he the person when he was doing it from they did not seem offended by no, it. No. I don't think the chefs are insulted. I think they're mildly like like, shocked like like really yeah <laughs> kind of but then he goes and moans and groans over uh, how good it is basically has an orgasm on camera or whatever yeah. and so it's like yeah you love my food all right i don't care how you eat it yeah i don't care i don't care yeah i mean you got the yeah. gist of it yeah you know but like yeah so yeah i mean like i don't think you should watch this as like a food critic like no. it's not he's not anthony bourdain new no. you know he's going to eat Garbage food. No, no, no thing. It's a, Everything it's a, is deep fried. Everything is fried. Everything. Everything is junk food. Everything. So if you're going around eating junk food, yeah. then, you know, yeah. I don't think we have to be all hoity-toity about exactly. how, he, how he does it. You exactly. Know? And I think there, I think there's a funness of that. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that adds a little bit of fun to the yeah. show, too. I agree. Our final show our final reality show our final show i want to give some backstory on this our final show okay this happened earlier in the week yes my first day back at work after the weekend i was Mm -hmm. having a good weekend yeah i had a horrible day i mean so bad that i just started snapping yeah you're you were angry pretty much from the moment you woke up that day it was bad yeah and I haven't had a really bad day like that in a really long time. And maybe you need some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so angry at everything. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you, you spilled some, like, I don't know, drink or something on one of my freshly painted cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dry, so it, was, it wasn't even like it was going to hurt anything. But and yeah, so and I just snapped at you. Yeah. It was nasty. Yeah. And normally I... I carry that scar with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't normally do that. Yeah. So I was, it was just a really bad day. So we went to have our lunch. And you're like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, I do not 
fucking care. Right. <laughs> like, that's the last thing on my mind. I'm in such a bad mood. I'm just going to mm-hmm. be angry at everything. And you're like, well, I just read this tweet about this guy who said he just watched the show on Netflix. And he said he turned it off, like, after five minutes. And, and it was, isn't the Balinese culture, like, totally in your face? <laughs> and you read that tweet to me. And I just started laughing, and I go, "We're watching it." Okay, we're gonna we're gonna attribute that that was to a Frank Conniff. Yeah, uh, TV's Frank from Mystery Science Theater. Yes. he was the one who who tweeted that. Out. Yeah, so so I just started laughing, and I immediately put play on the world's most amazing vacation rentals. Yes, and sure enough, one of the very first lines is. <laughs> Isn't the Balinese culture, like, totally in your face? And with the added context, it was incredible, and I laughed so hard. That was enough. That I was mean, enough to keep me watching. I binge-watched the entire show program. that day. That again, day. We watched it again. That day, and again, because, and here's the thing, it put me in such a good mood that the next day at work... I breezed through all my projects. Yes. All of the authors were stoked and thrilled. They felt like gods. Yeah. Because I was schmoozing so well. Yes. And isn't that what art (laughs) is supposed to do? Exactly. And yes. Exactly. Green light. Green light the fuck out of this. Green light. I'm disappointed it's over. Oh, I was so upset when the last episode hit because I was like, this has put me in such a good mood. I don't think I've been happier in a really long time. I have never (laughs) seen anything of more pure joy. Pure joy. Naivety. Complete naivety. Now... And the way I watched it was they were all aliens experiencing this for the first, first time. time. And when you watch it like that, it, it there's something beautiful and glorious it's about it. It's beautiful to see, <laughs> quote unquote, human beings. <laughs> I don't think they're human. Just lose their fucking shit. Over a chair. Sure. Just a regular chair. Or, <gasps> look, a desk. Yes. Oh, my God. They would freak out over these small things. And it was... It was amazing. Okay, so let's let's give. We didn't do this for uh, our last show, but go ahead and give us a synopsis really quick. Oh, right. For this. With an eye for every budget, three travelers visit vacation rentals around the globe and share their expert tips and tricks in this reality series. No, 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 they don't. Oh, no. But um, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the things that they say in this are so quotable because they are so ridiculous. We have been quoting this show. For a week straight. A week straight. Yeah. I, I, I have... Off this podcast, introduced other people to the show. <laughs> some have hated it. Some yeah. have loved it. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, this show <laughs> is the best show I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I mean, like, how many times can you watch a rental show, yeah. like a travel show, yeah. and when it's done, be like, we need to watch that again. Yes, and I need more of it. And I know there's more episodes because in the very first, they show them in Greece. They show them in Greece. They show yeah. them in like this weird alien. Let's, okay. let's explain the, the premise of the show. Okay. We have Megan Batune, who mm-hmm. is a, a YouTuber. She's a DIY designer. She's a DIY designer. <laughs> we got Joe Franco, who is a multilingual uh, writer. Traveler. Traveler. She worked at hostels. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. And then we have Luis de Ortez, who is a poet. He is a poet. <laughs> that man is glorious. What I love the most about him are his dead eyes. 
<laughs> he like, has he is the best schmoozer and kiss asser mm-hmm. I've ever Especially seen. Especially the second time we walked walked yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. We're like he he is so effortless in the way he compliments not yes. just the, the, the hosts of these houses, mm-hmm. but Joe and Megan too. Like yeah. just like effortlessly he'd be yeah. like, Oh, but you are beautiful, my love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I like and he would fake laugh with all these people yeah. and his eyes would just be so dead. They were yeah. dead inside. <laughs> But the rest of him was lit up like yes. crazy. And I was like, that is pure talent. That is like a charisma. Now, he is uh, actually been on TV before. He is part of like Million Dollar Properties of New York okay. or something like that. So right. he is like the one, I think, who actually had some Kiss ass experience, ex- experience yes. uh, mm-hmm. with with all this. So the first episode takes place in Bali. In Bali. And they're set up. Megan looks for an economy stay. Yep. Joe looks for a, a unique, unique stay, stay. Mm-hmm. and Louise looks for the luxury stay. Yes. So, and luxury stays are places... They're, they're no, so boring. They're, A, the most boring location. And they're like 12 grand a night. Well, and like we've said a million times, there's nothing special about them to me. Yeah. Because if you pay $12,000 a you night... You better be treated real well and get excellent service. But like they eat food in a pool, which I think... Is oh, like that's them, so gross. Like, which I think is such a foul... That you know is how so gross. chlorinated and soggy your food would get? <laughs> I know. <laughs> my, one of my favorite lines in that luxury uh, segment... <laughs> And this was the second line that had me sold on oh, this yeah, yeah. Oh, episode. No, I, no, there must have been more because this is at the end of the episode. Oh, that's true. That's true. But they're looking at this decorative water element. <laughs> and and the ladies get in and they go, ooh, a foot pool. <laughs> and so throughout the rest, I was like, oh, a sink. That must be a hand pool. <laughs> We're like, the ocean is really just a pool for fish when you think about it. <laughs> Great. It was great. So everything that they would say was just bonkers. Just bonkers. Just bonkers. Like you said, it's like aliens experiencing, trying to, like, like they are introduced to lockers. Yeah. And And they're like, isn't this incredible? You can store your stuff in these lockers. So (laughs) there's a sloppiness and a dirtiness to this show that you can see the seams of it where they would, like, like, you know they have hours and hours of footage. Yes. But, like, there would be, like, weird, just, like, non-sequitur type things yep. that were, like, oh, okay, you just you just filmed that for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, in one of the episodes, she's, like, uh, Megan's sitting next to Joe, and she's, like, you know, cowboys were the first DIYers. Cut. <laughs> There's no context to that no. sentence. Was there? There's no. no conversation that was leading to that, no. like, I love how everything is is, you know, yeah. handmade or blah, 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 yeah. blah. It's just like this weird cut where she says that and it's like, yup, cut. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite joke lines, which was, uh, you know what's crazy? People have been living in igloos. <laughs> and it ends. There's nothing more to that point. The, it, just it just ends. ends. And they stay in a luxury cave. I'm giving out away the best. I, I, oh, yeah. I, but there's so much more. Oh, there's so much more. But like they, they stay in this cave <laughs> and, and Luis is like, look at this place. This cave is like 10,000 years old. People have been living here for 10,000 years old. And Luis is like, that's older than Picasso. <laughs> Michelangelo <laughs> Da Vinci. I'm like, Picasso's 20th century, motherfucker. <laughs> or, 
are they going to Alaska? I feel so bad. I feel like I'm laughing at these people. I love these dopes I so love, much. I don't want them to ever change. I don't want them to ever hear a criticism. No. If any Just, of you... Keep plowing through. Do what you do, man. You guys, I, I, I don't want them to know about our podcast. No. Because <laughs> even though we are being effusive in our praise, yeah. it might sound critical. Yeah. And I don't want them to ever change. I never yeah. want them to hear a single nope, negative nope. thing ever. I want to protect their precious little, <laughs> <laughs> little souls <laughs> and never change. Never, never, ever try to be better. No. <laughs> they go to Alaska. <laughs> And the place they're staying at has salmon, and it is a huge salmon. And and they're like, "How much is that?" And they're like, uh, "The the the fisherman's like, oh, it's twenty five dollars a pound." And Megan's like, "And how how big is that fish?" He's like, "It's twenty five pounds." That's like a hundred dollars. And the fisherman's like. Yeah, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> like trying to keep his cool. He's just like, like, what the f are you talking about? You could just see it in his face. It was glorious. Oh it was God. glorious. And so many of their compliments were weird, too. Yeah. Like, uh, Megan walks into this one house and she's like, I feel like I'm walking down the aisle. And I'm like, what? Are you terrified? Like, are, what does this mean? What does it mean to feel like you're walking down an aisle <laughs> in a house? Like That doesn't have any walls. You're getting married? Like, yeah, I'm not. No walls. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> or then, like, uh, Joe falls into a bed and she goes, I feel like butter. And that was it. Like, how? How does butter? What, what do you mean? Are you melting? <laughs> what does that mean? Are you spread too thinly across bread? It, the, the whole show is just so, oh, my God, it's so good and so sloppy at the yeah, same time. Yeah, And there's just so many infinitely bizarre and weird moments. Mm -hmm. There's moments where it's just the three of them on a private island where yeah. people are forced to dance or play, play drums the drums for, for them, them. <laughs> yeah. and it's just the three of them and it's like the most terrifying yeah. scene. like it just feels like a horror movie's about yeah. to like and then out. Luis at that same time in that same place goes and there are no police around you can do whatever you want anything you could do anything you want there and is no law here you can do anything <laughs> and I was like uh oh uh oh this, this just took a turn and then there's like moments where Luis especially the poet mm -hmm. uh, he goes off by himself. He's they're on this island. It's ten thousand dollars a night. He goes and sits there and starts waxing philosophically about the simple things in life and yeah. how important it is. And I'm like, dude, you're on an I a private island. People can't do this. It's the simple things that are perfect. And yeah. it's like, what? Just, yeah, if you've got ten grand a night to draw, sure. Tears just streaming tears. down his face. Ah. Uh, anyway. Oh, it's anyway, glorious. Oh my I, god. I honestly. We have been doing this show. This is, I think, mm -hmm. our 71st episode, something around that, 71st, 72nd. Something like that, yeah. This is my favorite show we've ever done. Oh, mine too. Easily. 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 I think Easily. you do have to be a bit of a bully to yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, you Because you're going to be laughing at them, not with them. When you when you start the show, when you mm -hmm. start in Bally, in, I swear to God, start in Bally. Don't If try. you jump somewhere else, you're going to miss the ambiance. You have to have the context. Yes. You have to... You 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 grow with these people. That's right. And you start in Valley, and like you, <laughs> your initial reaction is like, "Look at these dopes." Yeah, you're like, "Oh my god, these are some." Dumb They're being fucks. so uh, this culturally is ridiculous. They seem yeah. to be so culturally insensitive right. to people. They are like howling through 
reverent places. Yeah. They're asking rice farmers if they're planting rice. <laughs> they're, <laughs> those are just, <laughs> just the silliest crap. Yeah. Someone is like talking about like the importance of flowers in their culture. Yeah. And like they like literally push that person out of the way to look at the view. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's great. But can I look at yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yes, you are going to start the show, if yeah. you're a bully, mm-hmm. making fun of these people. Oh, for sure. For sure. By episode 10, I guess? No, eight, just eight, six eight, or seven. Six or, not many episodes. There's not many. By the lo- time you get to... And they're only like a half an hour each. Yeah. By the time you get to the end, mm-hmm. they are like family. Oh, you love these turtles I will so make, much. I'll, yeah, I'll make fun mm-hmm. of you all day. But if you make fun of them in the wrong way... I will beat you up. If you don't appreciate <laughs> what they're doing, it's like a family member. It's like, I can make fun of them. Yeah. You cannot. Exactly. You have to love them like family. <laughs> you have to love them like family. So this is like the brightest yep. incandescent green light I've ever given a show. Oh, for sure. I do not think... Most people would like it. Probably not. I think, but I think it does, it just, I could watch it again. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I get honestly watch it again. Definitely. I want more episodes now. 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 And I want to hear something else really dumb come out of their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Never, ever, ever change. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. uh, Oh, we got to get reviews. Oh, we got to get a review. All right. Uh, I'm going to be mad if someone says anything Oh, you know they will. You know they will. We got one by Iborisher, I Mm, guess. Okay. Calls YouTube quality travel vlog. Well, yeah, they're YouTubers. (laughs) I mean, mean, it's right on the tin. The first, like, line is like, I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. (laughs) So, there you go. YouTube. No, 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 no. But it's so great because, like, whenever they wake up. (laughs) Oh my god, my favorite is this sex chat with Luis. Uh, Anytime he wakes up, he's got his self camera and he's like, "Mm, Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) And so he starts talking. He's always shirtless. Be like, Do you want some coffee? (laughs) It's awesome. Let me show you how this is. You get out of bed, (laughs) you walk across the house, you go through the door, you go down the stairs. It's like, yes, I get Yeah, that's how you leave a home. Gotcha. I get that's how walking works. Yeah, we got it. However things happen on Centauri 5, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, YouTube quality travel vlog, following three unknown random people that no one ever heard about, each choosing one location to visit. I don't want to follow Gwyneth Paltrow. No, I don't. She's boring. <laughs> She's boring. You know what? Celebrities in general yeah. are boring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who cares about... Guys, get rid of your <laughs> love of celebrities. Fuck them. They're, Seriously. They're just normal people. Mm-hmm. Go, But normal people are better <laughs> every time. Because this is their first experience. One of them is a travel expert. Laughable. One is real <laughs> estate and one cooks. That's not her job, but she likes to do no, it. No, that's not her job. But they never give any expert opinions or elaborate what makes them experts. No, actually, Luis in every episode talks about, and sometimes in a joking fashion, how... How to make your investment work. How this investment Mm -hmm. would work. Yeah. You know, like whether it's because on the beach or because you're using your skills as a cook to make a travel, uh, you know, a (laughs) cooking school or whatever. That's not true. I do agree. (laughs) I think of all of them, I think Joe doesn't use her travel experience right. as much. Although she does throw down some little factoids every once yeah. in a while. All in all, it seems like three random people got together on Craigslist and thought, how can we make Netflix pay for our vacation? Yeah. And if they did, f- it. it was a great idea. That's genius. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? That's like 
Jimmy Buffett. I'm going to write songs about being on vacation so I can be... And eat a damn cheeseburger. I'm going to have to be on vacation for the rest of my life to write more songs about being on vacation. Yeah. That... People don't give Jimmy Buffett enough credit. That is the most genius line of thinking I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> I'm a big Jim Buffett fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if they were at least friends, it would possibly create some funny moments and dynamics. But no, it's boring as hell. Again, disagree. Disagree. I think they're... I mean, Joe and Megan sleep together in the same bed yeah. every episode, yeah. even if there are uh, additional beds. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything sexual. There's no, there's no sexual there. But, like, mm-hmm. you, you don't sexual. sleep in the same bed with someone if you're not friends yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're always, like, hugging and crying mm-hmm. and telling each other that they're glad that they're... Like, yeah. I feel the chemistry there. I don't yeah. know what they're talking about. I love it when they start getting drunk and wax philosophical. Yeah, every, oh, every episode they have what I call wine time, <laughs> where they all get a glass of red, and they, like, start, like... Remember whom we're talking about here. <laughs> Start really thinking about everything. Right. And it is just so great. Oh, what a nice hot tub. Dips fingers in. Yeah. The water's hot. <laughs> oh. This uh, is them waxing philosophical, guys. I'm going to give you one more one star, and then we'll go to... Uh, we got okay. Beautiful Properties, Idiotic Hosts. This is by <laughs> Zombie Nick. Again, do not tell these people that I'm no. reading. Do not... No. Do it, or if you if you send this <laughs> podcast to them, you need to edit this part out because I don't want them to be hurt. I don't want them to ever change. They should never feel the no. sting of disappointment in no. their lives. If I hear Louise say, <laughs> "What a line!" Oh, I love that line. You wait for it. You it's wait like, for it. I'm because like the second like, episode, I was like, "He says what a life all the time," and you're like, "I haven't heard it." And then you and then I was it. like, "No, no, he'll say it." And then it, fortunately, he was in Alaska and he says it like three times. It's like it's like waiting for Hitchcock to show up in his movies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know it's coming, but yeah. where is it gonna come in? It's great. <laughs> And, like, we were getting, like, high-five. The second time we watched it, we were, like, high-fiving each other when you said it. It's great. What a life! Uh, once more, I'll scream. <laughs> Three unknown rich friends. Nobody says they're rich. No, they're not rich. They're not rich. No. Uh, maybe Luis is maybe because Luis he does sell million-dollar properties. properties in, 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 but there's, but even, um, like, Megan, they go to one of the economy places. They're just she, middle class people. Yeah, they're yeah. not they're not I wouldn't say they're poor. If they made any money it's from this show. Yeah, exactly. Probably. But I would not like look at them and be like, these are rich people. No, That's no. coming from a weird angle. Yeah. Who have no idea what a budget is, say the same five words and phrases in every episode. That's yeah, what makes that's it great. That's what makes it great. They only say how much the property costs per night, completely ignoring that it costs money to get there as well. And that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, they go to... Yeah, but they're not doing an entire travel vlog. They're just talking about the place you're staying. Yeah, exactly. If you're already in Bali, well, hey, take a look at this. Yeah, exactly. If you can afford the ticket to get to Bali, but, like, not much more, then you can stay here for $25 a night and have food for $3. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And it also, I mean, like, it depends how bad you want to get to these places. Mm -hmm. Like, we looked at... I, I, I agree. It is prohibitively expensive for most people to get to some of these places. Yeah. The igloos they stay in are $100 mm-hmm. a night, which is great. Yeah. But a flight from America to Finland and then another flight once yeah. you're there and then and a then drive. And then a long drive. Yeah. You know, that is thousands of dollars. Yeah. But they're not talking about that. They're talking about just the stay. Isn't and, that like $100? <laughs> it's at least one nice size salmon. <laughs> the hosts are annoying and have no personality. Disagree. Yeah. The rentals are stunning. Wish they gave more info on them. Well, then, again, you have to... Then you can look it up online. That's what Google's for. And that's a, what we did. It's a 30-minute show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we looked up quite a few of these yeah. properties. We almost stayed at one. Mm-hmm. Um, th- they have 30 minutes. They have 10 minutes 
per location. Yeah. They don't have time to give you all the ins and outs and everything. They're giving you just the the bare bones. Yes. If it looks interesting to you, that's what the fucking internet that you're using exactly. to write this review for is there for. Exactly. Hosts are out of touch with real world people claiming these luxury vacations are living the simple life now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great show for rich kids or anyone who has no grasp on reality. <laughs> Luis always has to bring up his job in New York. No one cares. I think it's important. Yep. Because these aren't too. hotels. These are actual properties. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's telling you like, hey, if you have this property, right. this is how you would market it. Yeah, this is how you would invest it. Would be much better if the show had no commentary or actual experts. Boo. <laughs> I can't believe Netflix paid these morons to travel the world. It sounds like these people are jealous. I agree because, you know, in one of the episodes, Luis actually goes, I love this job so much. And I was like, I bet you do. I bet you do. You're getting paid yeah. to travel the world. It's the mm-hmm. way I feel about iFit trainers yes. or Peloton trainers. I'm like, yeah. man, you guys are getting paid to go to Vietnam. Or yeah. You're getting paid and do what you love. Just jog around. Jog and like give me a couple yeah. facts and like it's get great. me in shape, you know? Yeah. I have no problem. I have no problem. I will never, I'll be jealous of, but I will never begrudge someone for cracking the code. Exactly. If you figure out a way to make money doing fun shit. Yeah. And you don't take it, you're a moron. Exactly. But I'm not going to hate on these people because they did. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, good for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never seen so many people out of touch or immature. I don't feel like. Uh, Their naivety is what makes it adorable. Yeah, they are. I wouldn't say they're young. They're in their 30s, surprisingly. What? Yeah. What? Wait. <laughs> that changes things. <laughs> but, Whoa. But, uh, Wait. What? No, I don't believe that. They've got to be like 22 at best. Oh, no, no, no. They're in their 30s. Oh, okay. That They're definitely aliens. They are definitely, definitely aliens. aliens. We have a cocoon situation. Yes, they are definitely aliens. Okay. 10 yeah. out of 10. Ben Shello, I really enjoyed the show. I went into the show without any expectations. I just wanted to see some really cool places mm-hmm. that I could potentially travel to, and they delivered. Yeah. Boy, did they deliver. <laughs> I really like the concept of them having a theme for each episode and mm-hmm. that each host was sharing a different location at a different budget. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, sometimes that fluctuates, especially unique location. Yeah, unique could be really expensive. It's almost as expensive as a luxury stuff, yeah. but you're paying for an experience. Yes. At the point. And sometimes... The economy is actually more unique than the yeah. unique locations. Like yeah. Bali, they live in a tree house with yeah. like no walls. A birdhouse. A birdhouse. A birdhouse. Yeah. And yeah. like and then Joe's is just like kind of a cabin in the right. rice field. Yeah. You it know, was nice though. It was nice, but yeah. it wasn't more unique. But I think they had to use the, because it was mm-hmm. so cheap to stay in the nest, the bird's yeah. nest, yeah. it had to be the economy one. Exactly. I would have gone with the host Megan's Choice for the most part of Megan's Choices. Oh, my God. Megan's Choices were always the luxury. Always. There was one time. The the economy host. There was one time she chose a unique, but the rest have all been the luxury. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because I am a budget traveler, but it was fun to see what else is out there if you're able to save up and spend more money. Mm -hmm. After reading reading other reviews, I'm glad I watched the show before coming here because some of them are pretty harsh. Yeah. And I might have missed out on something I enjoyed had I let their opinion sway me. Yeah. I honestly feel like I watched a completely different show than some of these people. I mm-hmm. agree. I, I disagree with anything that's saying, like, they don't have charisma. Right. I mean, like, yeah, they're dopes. Yeah. I mean, there's no other word for it. They're, like, mm-hmm. big, dumb Labradors. Yeah. Just yes. howling through these, yes. like, sometimes clumsy. But they're lovable. Knocking shit over with their tails and whatever. <laughs> and that's what makes them lovable. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, to me, lava requires. Lavery Roy Chris, 
Love re- Roy Chris. I don't I don't think you need to worry about that. La Vario Chris. <laughs> there you go. La so, Ver Lava Roy. Chris Lava Roy. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry for everyone who hated it. I really enjoyed it. Maybe because I didn't know their background, LOL. I mean, of course it could be better. Mm-hmm. I am a commoner and I love influencers and I love seeing them accomplishing their goals. Huh. You know, that's a way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not into YouTubers yeah. and TikTokers and yeah. all that stuff, really. But, you know, they did mm-hmm. s- do something successful with, yeah. you know, they started with a DIY yeah. mentality and they built something up. And it's uh, commendable. Before, this kind of programs were for rich kids with contacts on the media. Give me season two, please. Yes. Uh, sorry for any typos. English is not my first language. Okay. Yeah, I could not green light that hard. I mean, with the caveat that I don't think it's for everybody. No, and if you do watch it, make sure you're watching them as aliens experiencing human life for yeah, the very I, first time. Yeah, I think it helps. Mm-hmm. It, it could help if you have someone to watch it with yep. or a group of friends to discuss it with. <laughs> it just makes it all the more better. Yeah. But I don't think your life will be worse for it. No, just, I don't either. Just go into it, like like Aaron said, go into it. These are aliens, yeah. and, they are, and you, we are observing them observing us. us. Yeah, and it's a glorious thing. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. So, <laughs> anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed this little kind of detour. Reality flicks. Reality flicks. I mean, I'm shocked that I would greenlight all three of them. All three of these. And I, I hate reality I shows. I hate reality I shows, I hate too. them so much. I mean, like, of course, with everything, there are exceptions. Like yes. Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Of Repair Shop. Repair Shop yeah. is great. Nailed mm-hmm. it. It's good. Like, yeah. But I'm not really into reality shows. I'm really not into competition, which none of these were, uh, to be no. fair. I, I don't watch reality shows. I'm yeah. s- certainly not watching stuff like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, God, or, no. Or stuff like that. Gross. But we wanted to give you a little bit of uh, what's available on Netflix, mm-hmm. three different types of shows, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like a, a, a living, I guess, goop was like a... Semi-documentary. Kind, kind of. <laughs> a, a cooking, a food thing, and a travel thing. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, I think they are all worth watching, you know. So, yeah. there you go. Yeah, exactly. Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday. It can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Man, it's a good thing we didn't do any facts this week because this is going to be a Yeah, because kind of this is episode. a really long up. Yeah, this is a really long up. Well, three shows. Honestly, I didn't think we would talk that much about them. I didn't. Think, I, honestly, yeah, going into it, the reason why we decided to do three yeah. is because like it was like, well, we'll probably only talk like 10 minutes about each one. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Goop actually surprised me That the was most. very surprising. Goop, yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to have nothing to say about this. Yes. You know, I feel like... Uh, uh, fresh fried and uh, crispy. Crispy. I feel like that got a little bit of short shrift, right. but there wasn't as much on that. Right. Doesn't make it a bad show. No, it's still great. It's still great. They're still just great. not. It doesn't have the meat of right. the other two mm-hmm. as for terms of uh, discussion purposes. In terms of naivety. Yeah. Next week, are we gonna try Monster Hunter again? We're gonna try, guys. We're gonna try. This we're gonna be, try. I would love it if we like. This just became a thing that we like. We're on like episode two hundred. We're, like, we're like, okay, we will do Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, in the meantime, I hope you all have a wonderful week. And we uh, love you. And you know, just keep watching TV. I guess. Yeah. Watch that television. <laughs> we love you very much. Love Goodbye. You. Bye.